Dance the grills, you bastard! Cover my tracks like butter, so where the bread be? I see beef is dead meat. Who that's yes. the president? Yeah, me. No one scare me. Honestly, if I could do it all over again, I would have done like some white PPP fraud. Hmm, go on. I don't know how. Um, it was apparently really easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, podcast got it. So many people did it. And like, I feel like it's kind of like the Area 51, like hypothetical bum rush, where like, if enough people do it, they can't get you all. Yeah. Mm. If none of us pay our taxes, then none of us have to pay taxes. Exactly. Sovereign citizen, you can't try me in a court of law unless the flag has gold fringe, otherwise illegitimate. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, welcome to Nerzy. In this week's episode, we will be talking about money. What is it? How do we make it? Will you give us some? I am Drew. I am joined by Trey and Slava, who is currently on his phone finding a potentially real hoodie that Kanye made. Oh my God. We, we should also keep talking about what the fuck? Wait, yeah, no. so I just held up a picture of uh, the hoodie that Northwest is wearing as designed by Kanye. Yeah, why is it pointy on the front? That's alarming. I have no comment on this. No, no real comment. All right, so do you guys ever watch Mr. Beast? No. I'm familiar with him whenever people hate on him online. Everything I know about Mr. Beast has like been learned against my will in that like people have like physically held me down and made me watch Mr. Beast videos. So like, you know. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, well, you know. I'm sorry for doing that to you. <laughs> yeah, you know, life is life. I have spent the past few days like obsessively watching Mr. Beast videos, not because I enjoy it, but I'm just like, I want to understand. Like, it's like a thing where you watch three of his videos in a row and then you just feel horrible. And it's happened to me multiple times. What do you mean feel horrible? Yeah. Like, what, what makes you feel horrible about watching this guy? Cause I feel better about myself after I've, I've seen a Mr. Beast video. <laughs> They're sort of like, so like Mr. Beast's videos, a lot of them are like, here's a $1 yacht versus a billion dollar yacht. And I'm going to go up the ladder of yacht niceness tiers. And we, me and my dumb friends will see all the cool things that are on different yachts. Um, or another one is like, he really likes doing like squid game inspired challenges. Which ones? Uh, well, there's one video where he just remade Squid Game, except it's not a metaphor. Yeah, it's, it's I remember that one. Yeah. Completely and, missed the point of Squid Game, but here yeah. we are. Is and it like then, content for kids? It's like, it's for everybody. There's no cussing. And it's super quote unquote epic. There's another mm -hmm. video where he bigs, he digs a big hole and drives a train into it and does other things where he wrecks stuff. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Wait, why? That was the point of digging the hole? Yeah, he dug a hole so we could, like, put stuff in it in an epic way. All right, man. Like, I, Yeah, I just don't have an opinion on this. 
So he just gave all that stuff to China? No, it wasn't it wasn't that deep of a hole. It didn't oh. go through the earth. Okay. I mean, what's interesting about him is he spent like he'll like he talks about this. He spent like 10 5 years like studying YouTube obsessively, figuring out like the perfect viral formula. Mm-hmm. And all of his videos are engineered to hook the viewer in and then keep them watching at the expense of like traditional narrative tension or, you know, having you understand the characters of the people in the videos or like, you know, traditional quality. Mm -hmm. That's also what I mean when I will end up watching three of them and just feel horrible because I'm like, I have just eaten like, a fucking like Costco sized bag of Cheetos in video form. And, you know, once you start eating Cheetos, like you just want to have all of them. Um, and then at the end you're like, Oh my God, I'm diabetic now. Or I, my cholesterol, it cannot be read. <laughs> um, but he's getting money though. He's getting he's getting money, but he's putting his money back into his videos. This is the other thing. Yeah, like, is there something like really, really nefarious about him? Uh, his mom ran a prison, and what? apparently, according to a New York Times article a few years ago, he's like not a good boss. I saw that he built a company town for all of his employees to live in. Sort of. This is another reason why I'm fascinated by him is because he's from Greenville, North Carolina, which is like technically is. a city, but it's like, it's like the most boring place that's ever existed. And he systematically bought every house in his neighborhood so that people could, who work for him could live there. And like, he's also got a chocolate bar company. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. I know about that one. Yeah. yeah. And like, he does he does stuff where he'll just like randomly give people money. Um, and it's all very like, uh, he also once made Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, but I'm less interested in what he does and more like how he does it. How can mm. we at Nersey study Mr. Beast's methods and get better at going by? Dude, when you have no shame, it's easy to just like get whatever you want in life. Yeah, dude, it's super easy. We have to open up a prison, run it, have kids, um, hope that those kids latch on to the newest video streaming service, um, and then fund their ambitions with our prison money. Yeah. yeah. He also has a video where he has many videos where he imprisons himself or others as like a challenge. So <laughs> I can do that one. Yeah. <laughs> So you think he's like a net positive on the world then or? Um, I don't know. I think he's at best net neutral. Um, mm-hmm. And I only say yeah, that. He's because... a bad thing. He's a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. In... Yeah, like when, yeah. Like the whole like doing charity for content thing is going to lead us down a very, very bad fucking rabbit hole. Um, yes. Dude, that's God's plan. <laughs> that's why god invented social media 
That's why God invented Drake. Yeah. I'm about the Drake video. <laughs> also that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, a lot of his videos are are God's plan-esque. Um, no, he's like definitely bad. Uh, but also, I guess there's a world in which he is neutral on some aesthetic level. I think spiritually. Yeah, his name is Mr. Beast. I think I think anytime people see somebody that's so fully committed to like the perfection of like their craft of going viral of virality, and I'm sure we'll talk about it this episode. But people are just always kind of made uncomfortable by people who are so in character and have no problem being in character. And I guess it's easier to do that when, like Trey said, you have no shame. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. Um, because he's, like, fully consumed by this. Like, imagine, like, your best friend from high school. You, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in town this time. I'm going to be in town this time, too. Like, let's hang out. And they're just out there acting like Mr. Beast. Like giving me money? No. <laughs> they're, not, they're not even doing that fun part, man. They're just out there acting like Mr. Beast. But yeah, that'd be alarming. Yeah, I mean, we used to have a kid's show where in Canada called Art Attack. And Mr. Beast kind of gives me Art Attack vibes where it's like a, a lot of like really happy, joyous, um, vibes-centric stuff for a, a childlike audience. But I, maybe I just don't watch enough of this stuff. But I'm going to watch him getting his hole filled. I beg your pardon? Uh, with the train set. The thing that Drew described earlier. No, no, no. It's like a, it's like an acre-sized hole, and it's a real train. That's what makes it epic, not sexual. No one said anything sexual. I know that you are baiting us, <laughs> Slava. Um... Speaking of things that are borderline sexual, but not really, do you guys want to talk about mm, ice cream? So good. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, yes. Yeah, I guess we have to, huh? Okay. So there's this uh, TikTok influencer, TikTok and Instagram. Her name is Pinky Doll. She is Quebecois and she went viral because she's doing this NPC streaming act that is popular in uh, Asia. But uh, she was doing it and came to the attention of somebody who posted it. And the caption was something like, I have no faith in society anymore. What is this coming to? And the way that this works is uh, pretty much you have a series of emojis that you designate actions to. And people send you emojis to get you to do the actions on the stream. Um, different emojis are priced at different levels. And this person in her interview with the New York Times said she makes around two to $3,000 per stream on TikTok with these stickers and these emojis. It ends up looking ridiculous because she uh, does the same thing over and over again. It's repetitive um, and it's kind of like got this ASMR vibe to it, but uh, people have gone crazy over it, uh, started off making fun of her, but now you're seeing a lot of people trying to copy it and do the same thing. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, ice cream, thank you. Mm, mm. It's like, I mean, like, good for her, but, like, this is what I got to do to have a nice life now. This is what you have to do to have, like, a really nice life. Like, $2,000 <laughs> a stream? Well, how many streams does she do in a day? Uh, she says she, like, with uh, OnlyFans, she makes about 7 k per day. Okay, so this is also an Only... This is also, like, a sex thing. She's created a, a, a vertical business model. Where, okay... Where, like, okay. you, you, you get hooked because you want to uh, listen to her react to emojis. 
but then you want to see uh, other stuff. Okay. The one wrinkle in this story that I find really funny is that her biggest fan in the world is Timbaland. Yeah, there's a, another um, hip-hop producer who is also outed as being in her comments. But it is interesting because you can see who donates. Uh, but mm. Timbaland's, like, online a lot. Like, there's a lot of people I follow on Instagram who are, like, budding artists who are always talking about, oh, Timbaland reposted me. So he's just, like, really online. I, Trey, clearly not a big fan of what you need to do to make money nowadays. But I... Uh, I like it. I like I like this. I like where it's going. I feel like this is kind of the future of content where you get like an instant reaction to whatever it is that you want the person on your screen to do. You know, it's like um, it's like AI, but better because it's a real person. It's weird, man. It's really <laughs> fucking weird because like that Venn diagram between what's getting real or like what our perception of being real versus what was being not real is like getting bigger and bigger that middle of it. Yeah, she's definitely got an uncanny valley vibe. Yeah, to it, it. It's, it's like, I'm, you know, get money and all, man, but like all money's not good money. Like, you know, the more people see that like bad money is able to be made and like get you to a place you wanna be because like capitalism and all, is like when we have a lot more people being driven by bad money. Well, uh, she's actually gone on record as saying that she's going to go to Hollywood and she has like a deal in the works. So people are already calling her a scab. Also, what the fuck is TikTok live? Have you ever been on TikTok and you'll just. So, so many social media companies have just abandoned what like their original thing is. It's like Twitter was like, yo, you get 140 characters, say some shit and you're done. Yep. And now we got motherfuckers with like Hemingway length posts on that shit. And it's like, whatever, man. Instagram was like, you post a photo, wham, bam. Nah, now you got video on there. like, And you can go live on there too, man. Like TikTok is just like, oh no, now you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, TikTok would be like 10 minutes if you want it to be. And you you can send money through TikTok? Yeah, you, you can tip people and stuff. Like, okay. I mean, this also just feels like... You can tip people through Twitter. You can subscribe to stuff and, like, yeah, pay people to, like, see exclusive tweets or whatever. Like, yeah, man. Um, I also just like the pinky doll because she's just doing the same thing that Pokemon do, where she's just saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah, that is a good point. And also, like, yeah, you feed the Pokemon. No, Pokemon like... say one thing over and over. She's saying several things over and over and over. Pokemon say a variation of one I've thing. never heard Pikachu say shit except Pikachu. You've heard him say Pika. You started to say choo-choo. Yeah, and saying ice cream and yum-yum are two different fucking things. Unless your name is Ice Cream Yum. But that's not her name. Her name's Pinky Doll. That's true. I'm surprised she doesn't say Pinky Doll. Pinky Doll, Doll, Doll. Pinky Doll. Yeah, that'd be different. But like, that's not what she's doing. It's not like Pokemon, so don't say that. Are there any Pokemon who can speak? Yeah, Meowth. Meowth, yeah. How much can Meowth speak? Oh, Meowth, the, the team rocking Meowth knows like perfect English for some reason. Yeah. Why is. There's also another one that knows it all, Zora. And it's like, that was in the movies, though. And that's like a. Mewtwo in the movies, because Mewtwo can communicate with you through your brain and shit. And that's the same way Zora speaks, too. Yeah, telepathically. Why don't Pokemon have rights then? Because they didn't get stroked. Will the Pokemon need to fucking go on strike? I mean, the world of Pokemon is very interesting because the Pokemon Act 
as labor, but also as food. Wait, people eat Pokemon? Yeah, that, this is canon. There's at least four uh, items in the Pokemon mythos that are food items that come from Pokemon. And it's not like which, eating... Which, which one, wait, hold on. Which ones? So in the latest games, uh, making food is a really big part of the game. And there's a crab, a rocky crab Pokemon called Clawcore? Cloth. No, Cloth. That's <laughs> actually a cute name. And there's something called Cloth Sticks. K-L-A-W-F Sticks. Okay, I just Googled it. 20 confirmed Pokemon that humans eat. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, uh, from thegamer.com. Um, let's see. Solid source. All, all creamy. Uh, yeah, and all creamy. That's like an ice cream Pokemon. Right. Pause. Um, yeah. <laughs> all creamy never had a shot at not being consumed by humans merely due to its look. <laughs> After all, all creamy is just a pile of cute cream. Okay, I'm not reading anymore. That's right. That. All creamy. It was just asking for it. You know, what was she wearing? Yeah, like, anyway. <laughs> Thank God I now have the power uh, Generation 9 included a, a lot of unique designs, and one of the more memorable ones is the rock salt Pokemon Nakli, which I'm just now realizing is like the fucking chemical uh, abbreviation periodic mm-hmm. table for salt, but yeah. Okay. okay, so in the world of Pokemon, Pokemon are just animals, and like... Toad like- School? Who the fuck is this guy? Oh, Toadstool is like a mushroom-based Pokemon that's based around tentacles. He's, he's like a land tentacle. Yeah, he's land. Exactly. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen any of these Pokemon day in my life. This, yeah. I know, I know Shuckle. Shuckle's solid. Yeah. You know, but they people eat Shuckle's body fluids. If you saw Drew, if you knew what this Pokemon looked like, you'd be like, absolutely not. Uh, what does it look like? It looks like those red mushrooms in Mario, but it's got like a turtle popping out of the the mushroom head cap. And it's okay. a yellow turtle. People do eat Klinger. And I'm looking at some good like Klinger curry right here. I would not eat Shuckle. Like you, this guy's cute. Yeah, they're no, all I'm, cute. You're not eating him, you're eating his bodily fluids. I mean, well, what does that mean? Like I guess it's like Shuckle milk. No, it's Shuckle Adrenochrome. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. We got to fucking liberate the shuckles. <laughs> okay, this is, this is the most cooked I've seen a Pokemon so far because it is like a fucking Kingler curry. <laughs> Wait, which one are you looking at? Are you looking at the cloth? It looks like goddamn gumbo. It's got rice and everything and like shrimp in it too. I don't know what Pokemon that is. But, but like, yo, there's a motherfucker named Appleton. Oh, yeah, the dragon Pokemon. It starts off as an apple, and then the dragon becomes the worm inside the apple. It's got two forms, actually. People eating slowpokes? Oh, my God. Well, to be fair, in the lore, the slowpoke's tail falls off naturally. So you could eat slowpoke without any harm to the uh, slowpoke itself. Okay, so you can be an ethical slowpoke eater. Armor. That's the only one that I've noticed. Yeah, it's like when you're, you know, know, just raising sheep for their wool, you know? Holy shit. It's claimed that people eat Enchanty eggs. Uh, you can do that in Smash Brothers to regain health. No, yeah, I guess so. Well, Nobody I mean, what's in the egg, though? If it's not a fertilized egg, then how is that different from eating, like, eggs in IRL? 
Yeah, the whole uh, biology of Pokemon doesn't make any sense because they all lay eggs. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you, once I cross like number 10, this started getting real fucking dark. Can you put this in the group chat? I want to read this. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm at number eight, Farfetch, and they're talking about like cooking it with its own leak. Well, yeah, with its own. Yeah, that's right. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Thank you. I like that the gamer.com has confirmed this. Like the gamer.com shares a fact checking department with the New Yorker. This is so fucking dark. Cherubi. Oh, wait. Yeah. Okay. Cherubi is literally out here being an actual cherry. So, yeah, it's going to eat him. It's still sad, though. This yeah. uh, list just makes you realize how many crab Pokemon there are. Sharpedo. Okay. Well, you know, good luck catching one of them in the first place, but. DJ Stingy. My diamonds are safe, Pikachu. They say Pikachu. I'm a boss. I walk to the club and say Pikachu. I don't know if y'all have heard about this, but uh, there's a strike going on. And that's why a bunch of movies are going to push back. Uh huh. What else? That's why uh, a lot of people just are not working right now. Because some people with yachts decided that some other people should just starve to death instead of, you know, giving them a reason to have a job. Trey, do you get residuals? What? Do you get residuals (laughs) from your... All right, yeah. Do you you get residuals from your show, your TV stuff? No. Are you in the union? Yes. Damn. (laughs) It was made for digital, and sometimes it would end up on TV, and I didn't see a single dime for any time to turn up on TV. Oh, so it was like an end-around thing. Yeah, it was It was a real just like, oh, we're going to jump through some hoops to make sure Trey doesn't get paid as much. And then there's not like YouTubers. And they, they would also ask me sometimes, like, yo, can you stay at the office till 3 a.m. to talk about this on like the talk show or whatever? And it was like, am I getting paid extra? No. I bet the answer was no. And then, people, and then people get grumpy as hell with me. And it's like, I've been here since fucking 930. Unless you want Jesus. me to like go somewhere else and show back up, like maybe on shrooms. <laughs> like I'm not doing, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and then want me to show up at the office the next day at 930? Like, fuck off. <laughs> like in terms of shows that you watch, how long do you think it would take the three of us to find a show that we've each watch and been like really into in the last three years. Yo, you ever watch Summer House? No. No, what's Summer House? Yeah, Summer House goes crazy. I was just thinking about residuals and like people always talk about how you used to be able to make friends residuals and like make a million dollars, like buy a house off your residuals, but you can't do that anymore. And I just wonder how much of that is that like people are not being paid fairly versus how much of that is like people are not watching any one show like that like they were with friends i mean it's partial i'm sure that like if tv even if tv residuals translated to streaming on like a one-to-one basis it Mm -hmm. would they would go down but like i think part of the problem is like streamers don't there's no way to check the streamers numbers and so they can say it's like trump with his net worth like they can say whatever numbers suit them best at the moment. And, you know, sometimes you'll have a show like that show Manifest, which like... About the plane? It was on, yeah, it was about the plane. Yeah. 
and it was on like CBS or some shit for like a season. It no one watched it. Wait, we're and, talking about the thing that disappeared. Yeah, yeah. My mom loved that show. But did she find it from like its original network home or Netflix where it became mysteriously almost as mysterious as what happened to the plane itself? the number one show on Netflix. Mm. And there was this like rabid fan campaign to like bring it back. And eventually Netflix did. They commissioned like three fucking seasons for it. But it's like a thing where like, you know, that show only took off because of streaming or like, this is not the best example in the world, but like something like Chappelle's show, like, or family guy or family guy. Or King of the Hill. Like, you know, the everyone on who was on Chappelle's show, except for Dave Chappelle, who's insanely wealthy, could really use like, you know, some decent residual checks because everyone is watching that show. And same thing with Family Guy and definitely same thing with King of the Hill, which is like a perennial thing you you watch or like people watch. That's my yeah. point, though. It's perennial. It's crazy, like because remember, there was a time where it was just like, "Oh, I work in media. My next step is TV writing because that's where the money is." Yeah, and now it's not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, but now your next step is ice cream. So good, yum yum. Yes, I mean, I think also that like journalists in the web era should get residuals. Like, even if it's not a ton of money, like. You know, the amount of articles we've all written, like that shit adds up. And like, you know, even if, up. yeah. Yeah. Even if like, you know, someone in their 30s who's written hundreds of articles is only getting like 500 to a grand a month or something, that's still like money that like, you know, we are generating our content is generating revenue for these media companies long after we've been paid like our one time fee for it. Yeah, it's I, kind of fucked up too. You go on a bike. Effectively paid a retainer to sit there and write stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how well it did or didn't do, like, it's just like, yeah, man, that's what, yeah, we're going to make sure you can go to the doctor if you want. You got to pay a little extra to go to the dentist or the eye doctor, but yeah. <laughs> optometrist is, you know, as they are called, but yeah. I mean, no, if I remember both Bernie presidential runs well, and he was very concerned with eyeglasses, he would say the word eyeglasses and then point at his own eyeglasses. It was a big sticking point for him. Part of why we needed Medicare for all was so that everyone could get eyeglasses. Yeah. If you can't see, how can you see the lies, you know? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And once you get that third eye open, that's that's like a 50% increase in the cost of your glasses. Slava, what are your thoughts on this? You were about to say something. Yeah, so you know, Slava's got free healthcare. He don't know about these struggles. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I mean, I was going to say, like, yeah, I hate when I try to find something that I wrote, and then I click open, and then it goes, FYI, this article is five years old. But then also they've added a thing that lets you listen to that article with, like, the AI uh, voiceover that they've added. Have you seen this? I haven't seen Listen to Young Dolph. <laughs> 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 The gritty street narratives of young Thugga. Yeah, exactly. But no, I was also going to say like... Ride in that pussy like a co-worker. <laughs> this is how it 
song starts. Like, yeah. It, it's just weird because like w- when we signed up to do this, we were just like, okay, let's post something stupid online and then post it on Twitter and have something to tweet about. But now it's like, okay, well, AI has actually been learning off of the things that are online, which includes the the stupid thing that you wrote for College Humor or Thought Catalog back in 2013. Dude, um, let me tell you, if I had known how this was going to end up, man, I probably would have just stayed in like marketing for finance and financial places and all. I would have been married with a kid right now, making probably like a quarter million at least a year. Goddamn, would not know anything about leftism, so I would not be a hypocrite if I went back to (laughs) I would have have just stayed like dumb as shit out here thinking Obama was the best president we ever had and my life would be so much more simple. Like, yeah. But you know what, like, Trey, you would have been, if things went a little bit different, you would be uniquely primed to capitalize off the way that things are right now. Like, if Elon wasn't a piece of shit and people didn't have a problem paying for Twitter Blue, you probably could have made like 10 grand in the past three months off this like Twitter subscription service thing from all your viral tweets. Yeah. I could have just been like a fucking dummy out here who has never read a George <laughs> Jackson book. And yeah, just yeah, that's what I'm saying. The problem is reading. We read too much. We know too much. If we all just became How many books y'all read this year, I would say the number of books that I've read, like, I don't know. It depends on what you consider reading a book. Like, I would say that I front, front to end, front to end. Like yeah, how many books? To... How many books have you finished in twenty twenty three so far? Oh, like uh, probably like five or six novels, and then like two or three nonfictions. But like the amount of books that I've read, like an appropriate amount of to consider having read it for me, is like like twice that. I just want to go on record as uh, admitting that Drew has once told me that he reads 50 pages of a book to decide whether or not he likes it. That's fair. I I think like different types of literature is different. Like, because, you know, you read like, especially places like Japan, Japanese literature, you don't get your footing in that shit to like the last 20 pages of the novel. And it's like, Mm. it's like, what the fuck is going on here? So like, it takes more than 50 pages. I mean, like, yeah, I think it depends. Like, it's also like, I don't know, like American, a lot of American books are like, just not tight. All right. No, we're, we're not, we're not falling into a trap. American exceptionalism. Let's go. We're not going to fall into a trap where Trey and I sound like snobs and then you make fun of us. Um, what? That's not what I'm doing at all. I can't, I don't even have time to read books. I'm busy counting how much protein I'm eating. <laughs> I've read like 20 something books this year. So like. It's, what? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because books don't make money online. I think, I think that's really a thing to think about because, like, I forgot who lined it all out, but like, yeah, it's a the what is it DCMA stuff when it comes to like putting stuff on Kindle and all. Like, they just buy the whole rights to it, and like that does kind of relate to like making money online. That's true because, like you said, like the the pipeline used to be okay. I'm going to write for the web, and then I'm going to be a TV writer, and then maybe I'll be a movie writer one day. And now those that pipeline's kind of been taken down. Uh, meanwhile, the pipeline to go from like Pinky Doll to Hollywood uh, star has gotten shorter and shorter. Um, so in some ways, it's this this new economy is better if you're willing to sell yourself more. But if you want to have like an interesting opinion. 
that's like well thought out and slowly released into the culture, then yeah, you're kind of fucked. If you want to make money off that anyway, if you want to do it as a hobby, no problem. Well, the other thing is like, Like, it's not just selling yourself, it's selling your soul. Yeah. Same thing, I guess. Right. It's like, I'm, I'm not allowed to mature anymore as a person. Like this is who I have to be for the rest of my life. If I'm making money, I can find different ways to be this person, but like, no, this is just who I am from now on. That's true. And it, and like uh, you specifically, like what would it be worth t- for, to be the weed guy for the rest of your life? I mean, I'm still the weed guy. I'm just not on camera doing that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the way both of you guys are phrasing it implies that you are a weed dealer, Trey. <laughs> no, I, I have evidence to prove that that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, no, Trey is extremely famous. Like there's people in my I, welding class. I haven't been the weed guy for like, fucking what four years now dude i'm telling you there's people in my welding class who are like yo you host a podcast with the guy that went to alaska yeah it's like yo i've had like my viral shit doing uh like the kevin gates interview or like the dolphin key glock interview but like the thing i get approached on the street more is like yo you smoke weed out that crab leg one time huh? i'm just like And then other people, like, and they always do it in a public place. So, like, other people on the train platform are like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> so, you're like the exact amount of known where, like, one person will approach you and everyone else thinks that person is a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Or you can see in other people's faces, like, oh, that is him. I'm not going to bother him, though. And it's just like, thank you. Yeah. But then I do I, get tapped on the shoulder sometimes, just like, yo, I really like your interviews. Like, when you're doing some more, and it's like, well, I haven't worked there for almost a year, so. <laughs> Trey, what if Netflix calls you tomorrow? They say, we got a quarter million dollars for you to come do this reality show. But you, it's just like a non-union thing. We're not going to, like, let you be part of the WGA. Nah, ever. solid, man. I wouldn't do it. No, you wouldn't scab? No, nah, I wouldn't scab. There's like, yeah, I got, I got ten toes, one dick, and two nuts, and I got to stand on them. <laughs> Actually, are animals in SAG, or is there like another animal guild? Well, what there's find out because I know the stunt performers are. Apparently, the stunt performers are going wild on the picket lines. Um, like Tom Cruise. Yeah, like Tom Cruise's stunt double. No, there's some stuff in the SAG after about animal performers, but there's nothing straight up like join this guild if you're a dog. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Animals aren't con- included in this explicitly. I can't. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think they are based on this language. Maybe I'm wrong. This is why we got to get Kim Kelly on the next episode, goddamn. Or um, a, the the dog that played. Um, Airbud, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate to inform you, but Airbud has passed. Oh, I know. All what? right, okay. Um, he was he was a score first player. He's obviously he's not going to pass. Yeah, I, was, I was gonna pull <laughs> out and go down. <laughs> My friend Joe wrote an article that went viral. I think for Vice about visiting Airbud's grave and paying his. <laughs> <respects>. <laughs> He's like, Airbud, I'll never forget when you hit those clutch free throws. But yeah. Yeah. There's no rules that a dog that, that it says a dog can't play ball, man. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. If there's no rules that says the dog can't play ball, there shouldn't be any rules that say a dog can't join SAG. This is true. Um, that's funny. A really, really weird leftist contingent of the rider's strike. And it's like, let that cat in the guild. <laughs> <laughs> um, is the grave relocated in the backyard of his owner in California? I don't know. Because I just asked ChatGPT, and it would be very funny that if uh, something someone wrote for Vice 10 years ago ends up being scraped. I got to find Airbud's grave. Real easy. Real easy, Google. This article, oh, this story is over five years old. No fucking shit. Yeah, that's crazy. So something this guy wrote for Vice five years ago got scraped by the AI. Maybe we should have residuals. Exactly, yeah. Ditch the grills, you bastard! Cover my tracks like butter, so where the bread be? I see beef is dead meat. Who that yes. president hear me? No one scare me. So what is happening with Spotify? Like they're turning into TikTok or something? So if you go to like your search thing on Spotify, there are new like, I don't know what to call a new function that pops up where it's a... Uh, also, I was listening to that Yellow Hill and Sugar Free album again today. It's so fucking funny. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like explore your genre, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. then it'll pop up like that. And then you can swipe up and like listen to clips of it, which we probably. Yeah, we probably have to edit some of that out, but it's only like a few seconds of each. So like maybe we can get away with Fair it. Fair use. Um, but Spotify is becoming more of a social platform for artists. And then this week, TikTok uh, announced something called Elevate, which is going to be a platform that lets them uh, let people discover music easier. And they've linked up with certain musicians. Okay. So like, if you just kind of read the trends between the evolution of Spotify and the evolution of TikTok, it's uh, looking like musicians will no longer be people who necessarily make music, but people who entertain you. Yeah, I mean, it, I, this all kind of started with ASAP Rocky, where it was like music was never the end result with him. It was a vehicle to something else. And I think a lot of people are figuring out that, like, yeah, music can be a vehicle to something else. I mean, I guess like I guess like music, it's really hard to make money off of music or a book or whatever. But the music especially in the past few years has served as like the marketing materials for the merch or mm-hmm. the tour or the whatever. Yeah. Also, yeah. Like, let me not put that all on ASAP Rocky. Cause I do think it kind of even goes back to when like DMX just stopped making music and was only in movies. And he was like, yeah, I don't have to pay like this huge percentage of shit out to people when I make a movie, I'm just doing that on my own. Yeah, I mean, also DMX yeah. underrated actor. Like that movie yeah. with Jet Li was so fucking cool. Dude, Romeo almost died was so fucking sick. He was out there doing yeah. like kung fu and goddamn Timberlands and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. DMX was sick. Um, but but you could trace it back to like LL Cool J, right? Like I there's a lot of people who primarily know him for his on-screen work. Also noted radio salesman LL Cool J. You get it? Because it's like I can't live without my radio. What's a radio? It's the thing that LL Cool J sells in his song <laughs> radio. But uh, Drew's right. And like musicians are trying to like take their fans with them. 
And I don't know if like the problem with all these tech platforms is whether or not your audience travels with you. And I think that's where we're going to see some friction. Well, I think that it's also like a thing where, you know, if you're like a Jason Isbell, where you are, you have a fan base, but your album, especially now, is only going to ever do the equivalent of like one or 200,000 units. Like you're probably not making your primary income off of streaming or record sales. You're making that money off of like touring and merch. But then when the pandemic hit, all of those like artists of like a Jason Isbell level, suddenly they don't have touring anymore. And like they're yeah, very higher than a Jason Isbell level. True. Yeah. Like I, I think you have like maybe like I can't really tell you what Carly Rae does a year, but uh I also assume like she eats because of tours and merch and stuff. Yeah. And but then after the pandemic, like one, you couldn't tour, and then after things started letting up, like I think even like Santi Gold and maybe Animal Collective like canceled their tours because the margins it of touring just were no longer there. And like, Little so Baby's I think some shows, man, Lil baby's like arguably the biggest rapper out right now. And it's he, wait, is he, you said what about him? He's getting like there, shows. There, or? There was some like, I think there were some arenas. He just couldn't like sell out. And like, I saw him at like the coach cello before last. And it's one of the best like rap live shows I've seen in a very fucking long time. Mm. Like even he's had to, <clears throat> or even he's had to cancel dates in some places. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, like, let me, let me, let me look that up before we include this. In no, you're right. There were stadium shows and he had to cancel a, a few of them. He didn't cancel the whole tour, but, uh, people did start talking about like what rappers can even fill stadiums. This was like an annoying discourse for two days. Yeah. Low, okay. According to Rolling Stone, Lil baby quietly canceled seven dates on his, it's only us tour. Damn. Shouldn't have and called it. Just, it's only uh, us. Anyone else coming? No, you see. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys know about a band called Alexis on Fire? No, I vaguely know the name. They're like pretty big in Canada. They just did Budweiser Stage, which is like a solid uh, fifteen thousand seat venue, and they're kind of a nostalgia act. But the uh, the main guy in it, he's in a bunch of bands. But then the second main guy, he's a firefighter. And he like got time off from work to like go perform. Um, wow. But yeah, I don't know if that's a uh, talks about how good or bad Canada's arts system is where the secondary singer of a big show uh, stadium leading band has to have a primary source of income that, and this no. is like, yeah. But is that, that the future mean, that we want to see? Do you want little baby to to come and knock in with your Amazon delivery package before? I want I want little baby to be like the new hotshot welder at your job, like yeah. Actually, then, do you guys happens to be a terrific lyricist too? And he's just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a month off. The union said I could. You know what's funny is there is a rapper who welds with me, and he just put out a song that's pretty good. Uh, oh wait, oh it is. Yeah, yeah. You want to play it? Yeah, it's called um, Get It, Blammo. 11 years old, I don't want to wear a strap. So I wouldn't get a strap. But the shit was cap, cap gun. That nigga glizzy had a black one. That nigga said he had a strap, but he didn't have a strap. Now his brain's in his left son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
get it by Blamo. Get it by Good, Blamo. Okay. Solid, solid welding, solid bead. No wonder he's a welder, because like welders deal with bars of metal, and he's dropping bars. All right. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of heat involved in the job, and he's coming with nothing but it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so, I mean, that's going to be the future of Spotify and TikTok, is you get to, like, listen to Blamo, and then you get to have him come over and fix... Uh, well, welding's not really, like, a door-to-door job. But you and, and, and he just builds a bed frame right in your house. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, the problem with these, like, platforms all being, like, okay, we are going to be the hub that, like... Or we're going to be, like, the ecosystem is, like suddenly it's no longer a thing where like everything sort of kind of works together but instead each platform is like fighting over a diminishing market share of people who are like loyal to the platforms themselves and like you know you can even see that with like you know we're on substack and we probably have kind of shot ourselves in the foot in terms of like opportunities on Twitter because like the fuck is Twitter exactly but like because Twitter doesn't like load the image to a fucking Substack link anymore and they sort of low key throttle the links but at the same time there's not a ton of podcasts on Substack and so like when people are like trying to listen to podcasts on Substack, we might be getting more traction that way. Right. Um, so why don't we just post a Spotify link then? Because I don't I think Spotify. that's getting throttled too. If you, I think it was quieter for way longer than it should have been. No, I think um, that they, those get throttled too. If you post a link and just like, oh, here's the song I like, you get less engagement than if you post. External link? Oh, it feels like almost any external link, yes. Unless you just literally just go like in the same way that we used to write our email addresses where you just say at instead of like an at symbol. I I don't know. I feel like that might be the only way. That dude, Josh Citarella has a theory that like if you type out a link and then include it in an image, um, people will actually type out the like letters in the link. I have no idea if this is true or not. Like if we put nursey.com in a picture that we tweet out along with the link? No, not along with the link. Okay, Just instead of the link. We'll put nursey.com on a picture. I have no idea if this works. Like Josh has a lot of really weird theories about internet virality. And a lot of them are tied to the fact that he likes to work out a lot and like, post pictures of his muscles alongside like some weird art left critique of attention economy shit. Um, I'm not going to critique any of this that he could beat me up too much, but like, I do have questions. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't have questions about whether Josh could beat me up or not. He definitely could. No, that's what I'm saying. He could could definitely beat me up. So like, I will not be a, questioning anything he says but i do have questions i do like that little newsletter where he's like i interviewed a guy who is 16 and got his socialist politics on 4chan (laughs) yeah slava you're like in the handful of my friends who like are like genuinely strong and Mm -hmm. like big 
and like i'm just big how does that like, i'm not i'm not really strong like proportionate to my size i'm actually pathetically weak i'm like a reverse ant like, proportionate to my size i'm quite, like kind of surprisingly strong yeah exactly i'd rather be that in boxes all day for a living i'm clocking in like pokemon go tells me i'm averaging like 70 kilometers a week like I'm nice. wow yeah i'm in terrific health that's sick how many eggs you crack in a day like on pokemon not uh on some hey, yo. yeah hey. <laughs> um i mean like it depends on like what kilometer eggs they are but like a two to five like that's light work it's also just like my gym is it gets so crazy uh, so i can't really work out as much as i like to so it's not even like a lifestyle thing. I really treat it like work, which makes mm. me not like it as much. <laughs> you got to go in and get a pump on. I'm going to try to get all the other people in the gym to unionize. Good. Um, well, like, okay, what is this? You put this in the run of show that Twitter is pl- paying verified accounts for ad yeah. share. Oh, yeah, yeah. We- yeah. That's the thing that came out this week. Yeah. yeah like, what the fuck is this? But- um, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, this happened last week and Twitter announced that anybody who had been verified, um, they were getting a portion of the ad money that they received from putting ads in the replies to their viral tweets. So if okay. your tweet went viral and people clicked on it and they scrolled through it and they saw ads, you get some of that ad money back. Now, the weird thing about it is that they paid out over the course of three months in one lump sum payment. So it made it look like it was a huge number. And to be fair, some of the numbers were huge. The Krasensteins got $24,000 each. Andrew Tate got $20,000 each. Yeah, uh, Internet Hall of Fame costs like six figures, right? $100,000 for a fucking Tumblr page. Where oh it's just God. like, oh, do you remember this? Screenshots of everybody else's content. Exactly. But the funny thing about it is like how disproportionate that payout was to the people who I follow and like see their tweets of a lot, like butt crack sports or some of the other like rap pages who made like mm-hmm. five to $6,000, which is not nothing. But again, you have to remember that that's not going to be monthly, right? That means that they're getting like under 2K monthly and they have to maintain that same level of virality. So yeah, that's like Mr. Beast tipping you $10,000 for a pizza. It's not like a replicatable thing. Yeah, you're, yeah. Not, you're not counting on a 10,000 tip every month. Or no, you can't. You can't. Exactly. And and it's funny because a lot of the people that you, the tweets that you like and the accounts that you follow, they've decided not to buy Twitter Blue on a purely moral standpoint, right? So it will be interesting to see if anybody decides to buy a subscription to Twitter now that they see that there's a chance to make money. No, nah, I good. mean, like, yeah, all, I was going to say. All money ain't good money. All money is not good money. I mean, this this sort of ties into my theory, though. Like, Elon, like, Twitter is a very sticky service. And, like, even though it keeps, like, getting worse and worse and worse, I'm just like, well, I have 14,000 followers on Twitter. I don't have 14,000 followers anywhere else. I'm kind of stuck here, even though also I'm, like, I have a Substack and this podcast is on Substack. And it's just like, yeah, I'm just like, well, I'm fucking stuck here. But eventually it's going to get so stupid or like the basic things I use it for to like promote my work or fucking whatever are going to get 
just pointless or like I'll have to pay for them. Like if I have to pay to post a link, like I will probably quit or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the interesting thing about it. Like the on-ramp to be kind of like what you are now where you're like a published writer and you're, you're, you've got bylines places. You can replicate that nowadays, right? Like if you were starting off right now, there's no path towards being like a celebrated journalist who becomes an author in the way that there was 10 years ago. And like the grind that you've put in now would not be replicatable. Buddy, do you know about byline.com? Yeah, I do. I'm actually a huge fan. <laughs> now that you, now yeah, that you, I, I, I you don't know, tell us about it. Oh. Okay. Byline uh, was started by the folks from the drunken canal and it launched with a whole bunch of media fanfare. And by that, I mean like a well-placed article in the New York Times. A uh, friend of the pod, Ben Dietz, is advising them. And their sort of stated mission is like, there is no that thing that you were just talking about, Slava. Like, the place you can get your first byline or whatever the fuck to like get your foot in the door. Like I know for a fact that you started writing out for Jeff's site, passion of the Weiss, and then started writing for noisy because you won a contest that I ran at noisy, giving away a pair of truck fit, sweat, truck fit, sweat shorts. That's right. Um, red, red ones. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And it's like a thing where like, you know, they're, they're trying to be that, but also they came under a lot of criticism because in the New York times article, they were like, yeah, we don't, we're free revenue. <laughs> like we're not paying writers. Um, and they were like, we'd like to get to a place where we could. Yeah. It's fucked up because, um, we still did it. Right. That's the worst part about it is like we were all in a position one time where we took a meager amount of money just to put something online. And we were like, oh, this is just like a fun thing to do. And who who would have thought it would have taken us to the point where um, artificial intelligence is scraping the things that we've done in order to create content automatically? Oh, no, this shit was my job before, like, I was an editor, like I was writing like five to 10 articles a week, uh, the summer of 2012 that paid, uh, 50 to a hundred bucks a piece. And like, that was my job. I lived in Williamsburg in a $900 room and I did not have a lot of money. <laughs> I was eating a lot of Mac and cheese, but I was like, yeah, but I even wonder like, is that possible? Like, no, none of the things you just said. Mac and cheese is more expensive. Rent is more expensive. Those yeah. jobs don't exist. I have a dollar room anywhere in Brooklyn. You're gonna be living in goddamn Canarsie, man. <laughs> if, if you're lucky. Do we want to leave on a message for uh, people wanting to make money online? No, y'all motherfuckers have not responded to me posting about the fucking compilation I worked very hard on. And what compilation was group- this goddamn? Golf Core, Volume 1. Okay, well, I'll retweet it, man. Goddamn. Look at our group chat. I'll go on X right now and bring it up. All right. You should listen to it. It's really fucking good. I got fucking Teen Days, 
I got DJ Burn one. I got Zach Lopez singing an entire song about golf. Um, I got Yuri, uh, the producer formerly known as Yuri Beats. I got Steel Tip Dove, the uh, Backwood Studio in-house engineer. Um, who else do I got? I got the techno producer Bergsonist. Uh, I got Igama. It's fucking you got good. Cardi, you got Cardi B on it? Or? No, I don't. Uh, um, all right. All right. This has been Nerzy. Uh, <laughs> the shortest podcast in all the land. Um, make money on the internet. I have been Drew. Who have y'all been? Yeah. I already, I already said my thing. I just okay. want to walk off.